This podcast is being brought to you by Brownstone Healthcare. I'm Dr. Cree, and you can find me on all social media at, at Dr. Cree, D-O-C-T-O-R-K-R-E. You can go to our website, www.brownstonehealthcare.com, or you can give us a call at 205-202-5650. My friend, tell me a joke. <laughs> All right, Ava, man. I had to text my little girl to, That's so to funny. give me something, man. You know, <laughs> she gave me a couple. I said, keep them coming. So here we go. Uh, what did uh, Mama Corn say to Baby Corn? Mama Corn to Baby Corn. I don't know what. Where's Popcorn? William A. Barnes is a native of Birmingham, Alabama. He started his professional career as a college educator, teaching students seeking degrees in the field of computer, network, and electronic engineering. Mr. Barnes currently serves as president and chief executive officer of the Birmingham Urban League, which serves more than 3,000 families annually in Jefferson County. William also served more than five years with the City of Birmingham Mayor's Office. Mr. Barnes has gained world-class business and financial experience from some of the largest corporations and organizations in America, including ADT, Sheraton Marriott, Wells Fargo, City of Birmingham, and the Urban League. In addition to leading civic community organizations, he is a past president of the NAACP, I'm sorry, past recipient of the NAACP Outstanding Community Service Award, the City of Birmingham's Leadership Empowerment Award, the Jefferson County, Alabama Distinguished Citizens Award, and the 2021 Birmingham Business Journal CEO of the Year Award. At which point I was like, I got to get him on now. (laughs) (laughs) William earned his bachelor's degree in computer engineering in 2000 He has been married to his wife, Christy, for 15 years, and they have a beautiful 14-year-old daughter, Aaliyah. My friend, tell me a joke. (laughs) All right, Ava, man. I had to text my little girl to to give me something, man. You know, (laughs) she gave me a couple. I said, keep them coming. So here we go. Uh, What did uh, Mama Corn say to Baby Corn? Mama Corn to Baby. I don't know what. Where's popcorn? Ah! <laughs> I guess. If, oh, man, that was so priceless. Love it, love it, love it. Man, tell me. Uh, well, let me tell you. First of all, welcome. And I want to give you a huge shout out and salute to all you do, brother. Thank Seriously you, man. Speaking. Thank you. Thank you. Um, 
Now, this season, uh, season one was about my friends, right? These are all mm-hmm. my friends. This is, you know, this is, these are who my people are, and you know, so people would understand kind of who I am. And right. and now I'm bringing my friends with a caveat, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This time, it's not just about being friends, right? This season is about people is doing something, specifically okay. doing something. And the the theme, if you will, is, you know, what makes you so Birmingham? Mm. Okay. You know what I'm okay. saying? So, okay. it's, so answer that question for okay. me. Why, why are you so Birmingham? Well, listen, man, I, I start by saying I'm a Birmingham uh, native native son, uh, born and raised here, reared in the North Birmingham area, went to Phillips High School, shout out to the Red Raiders, <laughs> uh, and I'm glad that we were able to bring back the Phillips Academy so I can still claim and, and get Phillips in there some kind of way, right? Do it, so, do it. Listen, man, my, my, my daughter just graduated from uh, Phillips Academy. She's going to go to Ramsey. And so uh, we've we had, be, yeah, we bleed that's blue, it. Baby. Now, I got to now, a little red, a little blue, Phillips, you know, we got to do it, right? And, and so, you know, what I would say is, is that, uh, you know, I, I, I love this city and I've had tons of opportunities and, and been asked and been encouraged and family members have tried to get me to move away. And I said, for what? My base is here. Uh, my family is here. Uh, the folk I love are here. You know, the sacrifices that we have to make inside of our, our Birmingham City schools uh, is a testament to the will and fortitude. You know, people have had the conversations about, well, I don't want to sacrifice my child's education. You know, they want to talk about the Birmingham City schools. But the city schools have a lot of good things happening. I'm a product of it. And I feel like that God blessed me to, to do pretty well in life. And so I would say that what makes me so Birmingham is that I was born and raised here. I didn't get, I wasn't born at the Blue Star. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was born over in Brookwood, <laughs> but uh, I've been living on the north side ever since and, yes. and love it to death. I uh, love this entire city and want to continue to try to do what I can uh, to, to, to make us and help us move forward, do my part. Now, let me tell you why I think you're so Birmingham. Okay. Because we, we really don't fuck with each other. <laughs> but we work together. That's right. That's now, right. Am I wrong? Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Politically, you're right. you've yeah. been on certain yeah. sides. I'm on the other side. Yeah. Um, the, you know, um, whatever, you know, different sides. But it ain't never messed with our communication. That's right. It ain't That's never right. It's always been love. Yes, always it's been always love. been yeah. love. That's right. That's you know right. what I'm saying? And That's so right. it's like um, that. that makes, to me, when you can lay personalities aside and, and always fo- mm. focus on the prize, I salute you for that. Because some people get caught up in, well, I don't like the way he, you know. Mm. I know I mm. got some ways. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm sorry, do, right? y'all. We I'm all sorry. do. But it, it ain't never got in the way of progress and what you want to see. And, and what you want to work towards and what you want to do. And I just salute you for that. And, and, and you've done it not just with the city, but with the Urban League. Like, you you know, you can't say I just did. He, he was just doing that because he was working for the city of Birmingham. No, no. And I just, man, you, you, you're doing some real work. And, and to me, 
that's what makes you so Birmingham. Listen, man, that, that, that means a lot. And I can tell you that there have been a lot of trials and tribulations for what you just shared. And that is, is that when we find ourselves on opposite end of politics, unfortunately, once the politics uh, or the or we cast our ballots, uh, people continue to harbor hard feelings. And it's caused the city uh, to not be where it could be. Mm-hmm. And and I, I, I relish the fact that you and I have always been able to be respectful for one another um, and continue to just do what we do, man. So, brother, yeah. I love you for that. And I that's love part you, of the reason man. I always here. tell you when yeah. I see yeah. you, yeah. I'm, I'm, it, I lift you up. That's you know it. what I'm saying? That's it. That's and it. And it's like, you know, if, at first, you know, I was like, is he going to be irritated with me? You know what I'm saying? And, and you ain't never, nah. Nah. you know what I'm saying? Nah. Never. And I just, you know, to me, that that just that just shows the city is more important to you That's right. than than moments. It absolutely is. You know what I'm saying. And, and your relationship with me is more important. You know, we we could be, you know, opposite end of candidates and things of that sort. But I'm not going to allow those types of things uh, to impact my relationships with individuals. I'll yeah. never do it. You know, yeah. life is too short for it. Relationships are too important. And politics is just what it is. You know, absolutely. and then we can set that aside and let's go have a beer. Absolutely. At the end of the day, let's do it, man. Yeah, or man. a shot. Just <laughs> depends on what you want, whatever it is. Well, with me these days, it's a shot of water. Yeah, okay. All but right. you know, well, we're, we're, we drinking purified today, and there I appreciate it. Don't say, ice the, cold. Don't, don't say the name of the company though. They ain't paid. Me. I didn't. I didn't. I just said purified. I got you. Now shout out, y'all. Hear him now. If you want to get, if you want, if you want to get a shout out, you got to come pay. I'll, come pay him, man. Now tell me. Well, tell everyone. You know, what? what is um, – I'm going to hold that, and I'm going to ask you this. Okay. Social media, mm-hmm. you know, you put out some good stuff on, on the Urban League page. Mm-hmm. Do you have a personal page you want to share? How can people find you on social media? Well, let me make sure folks understand is that my social media page is my social media page, and so I do not speak on behalf of the Urban League when I'm speaking on my social media page, but you absolutely – can connect with me with William Barnes. Uh, it's William Barnes, the same on uh, Instagram. I do a little Twitter, so it's William. I think I threw an A in there, which is my middle name, William A. Barnes on Twitter, and then William Barnes on Facebook. Uh, and so, you know, at the end of the day, man, when you come there, it's a little bit of a different ride. I try to be PC, yeah. but every now and again, I'm going to go on my rant. So, you know, just you, don't attribute it. You are very PC. I, you know, I try to be. <laughs> I try to be because I'm so careful of the brand, man, the, the, the Urban League. You know, I, I know you got a question, so I don't want to get too far ahead of no, myself. But man, uh-uh, uh-uh, it, uh-uh, it feels uh-uh, yeah. if it, you know, I, I I have such a fear that the impact that I may have in my personal life could impact something that is so special to so many people. And, and in so, a minute, we gonna yeah, talk about because yeah, I yeah. most people don't know what the Urban League they is. Don't, so let's man, take a quick break. <laughs> And then you're going to tell us what the Urban League is and how we can be there for you. That's what's up. At Alabama Power, there's nothing more important to us than our customers and the communities we serve. Alabama Power is more than your reliable source of electricity. We're committed to building the future of energy and providing innovative solutions to our customers. Alabama Power offers energy efficiency tips to help lower your bills and the company supports agencies that offer bill assistance. Alabama Power initiates and supports efforts to grow the economy and elevate the state of Alabama. And yes, we are also your reliable source of electricity. Alabama Power is for a better Birmingham and a better Alabama. 
All right. I was telling William that I didn't push the send button. I mean, to push the go button on his joke. And he had to redo his joke. And he said, no, no. Aaliyah sent me seven. I got another one for you. So, with no further ado, Mr. Barnes, tell me another joke. Man, don't make me screw this up, man. So, you know, I, I got through the first one. My heart was beating fast. You know, don't tell jokes. All right, you know, let, let's let's try this one. So, all right. All right, Ivor, tell me what does a vegetarian zombie eat? Vegetarian zombie. What? Grains. <laughs> Good one, Aaliyah. Good one, Aaliyah. Okay, well, if you came with another one, hey, man. I got to come with another one. All right, let's do it. Let's All do right. it. What is a Karen called in Europe? Man, I don't know. An American. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Only in America. I got the fist bump on that. Only dog. in America. <laughs> Only right. in America. Yeah, that's good. That's good, Bruh, Um, but you know, this this podcast is not just about friendship, right? Yeah. This is yeah. about um, you know lifting people up who do, who are doing the work of the people and the work of the city, and you know you you. You have a term you you love to say, you know, the Urban League is the most underutilized organization in the city. Man, most people don't even know what the Urban League <laughs> is. They don't know what it does. And so I have you here um, to tell us not only what does the Urban League, what is the Urban League, what are you doing, and how can we help you? Hey, man, I appreciate the mic. Now, you may not get it back, all right? So, <laughs> listen, listen. So, let's start here. Let's start with the fact that the Urban League is one of the oldest uh, organizations of its kind. It is a 112-year-old organization that is absolutely a civil rights organization first, uh, followed by direct services, which helps uh, basically lift folks into the socioeconomic mainstream of society. Now, I said all those big words to say the Urban League was built to help black folks. Mm -hmm. Urban League was built to help people of color. If you uh, remember those, if I take you back and you think about those black and white pictures of Martin King uh, and others as they were planning the March on Washington, most people don't know that many of the planning meetings were held at the National Urban League headquarters in New York. Most mm -hmm. people don't know that the National Urban League helped to build the infrastructure necessary to have the resources so the march could happen. When you think about permits, when you think about you know paying wow. for police and all those other things, it was an organization that it it's claimed. You need claimed. to start instead of saying many people say I I know you don't know because you <laughs> I'm serious you're educating me. Hey man, listen, you know it, it is you know one of the things I had to determine way back when I was uh, got involved with the Urban League was whether I was going to leave my good government job. You know, at the time that the opportunity came available, I was working for the city of Birmingham, great benefits, great opportunities, and really serving the citizens. And this nonprofit work is hard work. Mm -hmm. uh, and I caught the bug, man, because understanding uh, that this organization meant so much to so many people mm -hmm. and that it was just as important. You know, I, I tell people we're the stepchildren of the civil rights organizations, because people don't necessarily associate the Urban League with 
civil rights. But let me tell you this. Any picture you see of any president from Johnson uh, to, to Kennedy, when you see Dr. King sitting in the room, there's a man by the name of Whitney M. Young Jr. that's sitting right to the left or right of him. And that was the National Urban League. That was our version of Martin King. That's the first the, thing I've known. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Whitney Young was a man that mm-hmm. said, we're going to go into the corporate boardrooms and talk to white folks and let them understand we're going to have that communication of why they got to break bread with us, why they have to ensure that uh, folks that look like us, that people of color, have opportunities to, to, to basically have these jobs that they didn't want to give, right? Mm-hmm. You know, get into the executive leadership, give money. So this cat took the Urban League from $300,000 a year to $6 million a year. If you think back oh, into wow. the 60s, that's huge. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Yeah. So the idea is when you, you know, you compare us to our brothers and sisters with the NAACP and SELC, you know, you probably won't see the Urban League uh, organizing a march. We'll be there. We're mm-hmm. going to support them. Our claim to fame is let's go get this money, let's create the programs, and let's provide direct services. For instance, we just put $14 million into the community in eight months. $14 million in the community directly. Nothing hit our bottom line. So y'all got a stim- stimulus check? <laughs> no, man. Y'all no. got to me. You know, we, we, went, we went and talked with and, and had an opportunity. I got to give a shout-out to Commissioner Sheila Tyson, man. Because that money would, you know, typically when you get those type of resources, they're going to go where? United Way. Mm. They're going to go to Salvation Army. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with those organizations. Mm. But the very reason that the Urban League was born, the very reason that it was created and NAACP was created was for equity. And we should have organizations ourselves that can help support us. For us, by us. Right. And I'm I'm going to say this now. I'm going to say this. we have some some good. I, I believe we have some really good leadership in our elected positions right now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I think that they are being equitable, but they're really being equitable. Mm-hmm. Meaning they're not just getting in place mm-hmm. and you know giving us crumbs and really. I salute Sheila Tyson. That's yeah, why I'm you, that that don't <laughs> surprise me at yeah. all when you yeah. said she she steered that there. But go ahead. Yeah, I mean, you know, she was directly responsible, spearheaded. Certainly, we had to have three votes of five, but she was championing this, saying, "Listen, we've got qualified." Black-led organizations uh, that can do this that work. That can manage this that money, That can manage too. this yeah. money, man. And the majority of the folks that were going to benefit from it were folks that looked like us. So why not give us an opportunity and a chance? And so she championed it, man. And we, you know, one of the things that I tell uh, folks that, that look to support institutions like ours is that we have a responsibility that when you go on the line for us, that we got your back, that mm-hmm. we're going to perform. Yes, because the other side of this, Ivy, is that you got folks that don't do what the hell they're supposed to do when you give them an opportunity, that is, that is, right? That so is. they didn't stuck their neck out on the line, and then you didn't perform. It's like, man, I thought you told me you could do this. Touché. And so we performed. Yeah. We performed, and we had a lot of pressures on it, and I made a promise to Commissioner Tyson, and every person that comes to the table and say, hey, look, we want to help the community, and we believe that the Urban League is one of the tools that can be used to help the community, then so I take it did, personal. what does $14 yeah. million dollars in the community look like? Oh, man, it looks like paying 18 months of somebody's rent and utilities. It looks like paying 18 months of rent wow. in rent and utilities. 
it's strong. There's a program that has never been seen before and probably will never be seen again. And so what I just got to do is be sure that once we do this, that folks take advantage of it and come out on the other side and don't have to come back to us. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine having 18 months worth of your living expenses taken care of and then you want to go sit on the couch and wait till those uh, benefits run out mm-hmm. and then you back into the line trying to get additional benefits? So I don't want to get on my soapbox of that. Yeah, I know this yeah. is about give me you know, eighteen months early, to man. see you know what I'm come up and bring look, the hood look, with me, brother. Let me say this: <laughs> if people don't come up, if you didn't come up through this pandemic, and I mean this in the heart of hearts, I don't care who you are and who feelings I hurt. There were too many resources. There's too many resources available right now. It ain't too late that you could take advantage of to where you get on the other side of this pandemic. You and your family should be better off you are than you were before. Other than those that lost loved ones. But when it comes down to resources, job opportunities, uh, being able to be sure that you can take care of your bills, there are just too many resources. It was so many resources. Why are we paying $8 in gas right now? People don't want to talk about it. That, see, that, but, that's what but, caused but, you know, this inflation. And people don't understand yeah. that. So listen, you got to protect yourself. If you're going to have $8 gas, they say on one side, we're going to be sure you can pay your rent. But then as gas goes up, you should be able to handle this. Because no. think about it. You got 18 months of your rent and utilities. Yeah. I'm just saying. Ain't no AA. And I'm just saying. Yeah. Ain't no fans about to buy it. So <laughs> it's a tough game, man. So, you know, you ask me, you know, the Urban League, what is its focus? What, it is, what we do. What you're doing. At the end of the day, direct services is our game, man. Yeah. You know, we help and put people to work. We carve out and go to companies and say, listen, you know, Amazon, listen, Coca-Cola, whoever it is. Listen, we need... Uh, job set aside for folks that need to be re- retooled and reskilled. They lost their their job in the hospitality industry. We need you to set aside an opportunity for us to train our folks and then be be able to put them in those positions. And so we advocate, right? So we not only advocate, we're elevating. We're elevating our folks. I'll give you a real quick scenario. Uh, think of the Urban League. If you think, if you ever seen a picture uh, or a movie where you're looking at a skyscraper and you're in an apartment complex, think New York. And you're going down the fire escape. When you go down the fire escape, typically there's a ladder that comes down, but it never really hits the ground, right? Mm-hmm. And so likely, if you're on the ground, you can't reach up and, and get to that fire escape. Nor when you're climbing down, can you just continue to go all the way down. You got to jump down. Mm-hmm. Likely, you may be hurt. So the best thing is, is that you get help. Think about the Urban League as the, as the conduit that helps you up to get to the fire escape or down off the fire escape. There's a gap there. And so that's where we serve folks to be sure that they're, they're be able to take care of, be able to t- be taken care of. Not only was that not an awesome analogy, <laughs> but my pastor preached on standing in the gap oh, man. this past All right. Sunday, and everything you're talking about yeah. is about standing in the gap for our people. That's right. You know what I'm that's saying? Right. That's right. Now, how can people contact the Urban League? Yeah. So we got a website, birminghamul.org, birminghamul.org. Uh, our phone number is 205-326-0162. Um, listen, we have a lot of ways you can plug in. People ask, uh, where is the NAACP, where is the SELC, and where is the Urban League? You know, we get that question all the time. And what I'd like to remind folks is, is that in the 60s when that fight was, when we were fighting that, that civil rights fight, is that those organizations were only as strong as the members that participated. Think about that. 
we were right. only as strong as the members. So we have an opportunity for you to join, but not just join. Then don't just just send us money. We need that to continue to do the work. But you know, it's a volunteer opportunity. It's, it's time for you to be able to get in and help us. And if you don't do anything, but give me advice. Mm. You know, I, I work hard, but I know I don't know it all either. And so what I need is is folks that that have some level of expertise, that want to provide input, that want to use the Urban League as a tool, what it was designed to do to help our people. That's how you plug in. So you go to those web, you go to that website, it talks about membership, it talks about how you can give, or it talks about how you can receive, you or your loved ones can receive services to be sure everybody's good. So those those are the two main points of contact. I would give out my personal information, but uh <laughs> All right, let me get y'all his cell number. No, just joking. Before we get out of here, All man, right. we know what your favorite charity is. Yep, you, you got to make a personal donation to it if you choose not to answer one of these questions. Oh, man. All right. Oh, but they man. E- but they easy. All they right. Easy. All right. They okay, easy. here we go. Um, let's start with Legion or Stallions? Mm, stallions. Okay. Barons or squadron? Barons. Okay. Alabama theater or lyric theater? Alabama theater. Okay. Sloss Furnace or Vulcan Park? Sloss. Okay. Alabama State or Alabama A&M? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give to my favorite chair. Ah, I knew I'd get one. I knew I'd get one. See, my goal this year, Eric, this, this season, I'm going to make them pay. I'm going to make them pay. All right, all right. So now, if you had asked me so about I, Alabama Armand, no, I would have answered. I know. I would have answered. I'm going to get to that. But, I, but see, I, won't, I'm, I'm, I need to make these charities some money okay, around here. All right, all right. Regents Park or Rickwood Field? Man, you know, I, I would say I'm embarrassed. I hadn't been to Rickwood in forever. It, it has some historical perspective, so I got to go with Regents. Okay. Yeah. Botanical Gardens or Railroad Park? Uh, railroad. Michael Jackson or Prince? Oh, man, Michael Jackson. I asked the same <laughs> question in our conference earlier, dude. Yeah. And, and, and it was it was a split, but I got to go with, I got to go to King of, King of Pop, man. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Protective Stadium or Legacy Arena? Are those my only two choices? <laughs> I'm going to go protective. All right. Crossplex or Legion Field? Oh, man. See, see protective should have been against Legion Field. I would have been see, a, yeah. Let me see. Crossplex. Uh, crossplex or who? What was Legion the other? Field. I got to go with the old gray lady. Okay. Legion Field. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> see if we can't get some more money. <laughs> I'm just joking. You're supposed to be tricking Alabama me, man. or Auburn? Auburn, baby. War damn eagle. <laughs> Did I trip him up on it? Oh, man. Listen, y'all can't be tag teaming me in here, man. You know. You know. It's all good. Every other sport, we kicking ass. And I'm just going to say it now. You know, we doing what we do. Hey. I don't stand in anyone's way uh-huh. of, of, of lifting their team up, no matter how <laughs> terrible they are. Well, you know, the saving years will end at some point in time. Come on back down to Franchoni. Franchoni and Shuley is coming oh, back, that's baby. that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> so, um, in closing, I got mm-hmm. two questions for you. Let's do What's it. What's your favorite color? Blue. 
Blue. Baby blue. Baby blue. Yeah. And what does the A stand for? I cannot tell you that. <laughs> you will not get it out of me. I want to thank my friend William Barnes for coming and for all of the work that you do, sir. I want to thank you all for listening. And as always, a huge shout out to Creed 63, UrbanHam.com, and Mac Mail Advertising. God bless. This podcast has been brought to you by Jefferson County Sheriff's Office.